0: Cum la se, cum la da. What's going on, people? What is going on? You are now tuning in to the six man combo. Let's get it. means this is a Tuesday night. As you see. Oh yeah. Hey. You see we vibing over here, man. That's what we do best over here. I'm your host six man K Style. And oh that look who I got on my stage left over here as you already know one-half of the terrible two-thirds of the heavy hitters, man, my sports,
1: and welcome. What's happening, y'all? What's happening, Pete?
0: Don't worry. This is, this is perfectly legal drinking here. This is ginger and water, and... <laughs> Lemon, yeah. So we we good. You know it's right around this time here. I ain't got no sinuses, but it helps clear the system not so, But as you already know, man, let's go ahead and get this thing going. As we got those three special words. What are those three special words, Mike?
1: A real, real, real roll call.
0: There you go. Hey, man, that's good. That's good. And hey, you already know how we do it over here, man. The members get the first shout-outs of the show. This is definitely just to show of appreciation for the members. And definitely first shout-outs go to Darnell. Mr. Adamsville Partridge appreciate you tuning in my brother um and definitely Mr. Andrew G he's one of the day ones not only on this platform but Bad Mice platform so we definitely appreciate you as well and so Let's go ahead and get back to the regular roll call. The regular roll call, we're going to give shouts out to Anthony White, Joseph Thornton, about whatever, Terry Mitchell, Low Ski, Michael Walker, ATL Leo, Nathan Floyd, Dreddy, Ted Sports Gaming, Pat North, Grind Equal. We appreciate you tuning in. With, we appreciate everybody tuning in. So, make sure you put that disclaimer out there. Dreddy, what's good, homie? Trey Hill, Sonya. Yeah, like I said, this one of my day ones over here. So, they should definitely show show the ladies some love. Show Miss Pam and Sonya. Make sure y'all show them some love. We got Miss Maggie T. Productions in the building. Y'all show some love, Miss Miss Maggie T. Um, we got Sherman Wood, John Saint Clair. We got Big Aunt AFN's, Big Aunt in the building. D. Coleman, Kenneth Lewis, JB Delay, J. Mucho Grundy. Uh, Yusuke Night. that's one of, my, one of our day ones as well. Y'all make sure you show him some love. Um, we got William Amy in the building. So, I think that's a good roll call for the day. Man, that, that, that's a good roll call. Um, yeah, I think so. That, that's a good roll call for the day, man. All right. Hey, 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 DJ? Cut it. All right. I know that sound. I know that looked corny, but I, I like doing that because it's funny. Um. Before we get started with the show tonight, hold on. Let me do something right quick. All right. Before we get started with the show tonight, we want to kick this off, right? Mike, somebody has a birthday today. Who? 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 Somebody has a somebody has a birthday.
1: Oh, the hammer. Oh man, i uh I didn't forget. I actually knew that. Alright.
0: So we definitely want to send a very celebratory happy birthday to one of the greatest of all time. Yes, we said over here. Mm-hmm. The hammer, Jesse Tuggle. As you hear that, that's supposed to sound like a hammer, but it sounds like a pixie stick hitting a piece of paper. So whatever. Um <laughs> and the le- <laughs> but as Atlanta Falcon fans know we already know how much of a legend Jesse Tuggle is um, like a lot of us I kind of caught him around the later part of his career here in Atlanta but hey man that, that guy was special man should have been in the Hall of Fame already You want know, get, give get, get a, get a little take on that
1: Um yeah, it's it's kind of interesting that, that you said that because um my 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 friend hit me up uh earlier today by the name of uh Terrence Matthews. And I want to uh say this. Um it's time we give respect to our 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 legends man like Atlanta Falcons, of our legends just haven't gotten the proper respect that they deserve and i think this is the proper time to even say that so anybody and everybody if you follow terence Mathis, man um and, and you below a lot of these content creators um uh, in particular on twitter man let, let's put let's start tagging these people d-leads like look man you got to get these guys into the hall of fame and we got to get these guys you know a proper for one a, 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 a job like they're not even getting the opportunity to be even coaches in this league you know what i'm saying it's, it's getting better but we got to do better than what we're doing so Terrence matches um and if a lot of people don't know julian edmund got a damn job like come on bro Like, like like Julian Edelman got a job in the NFL. Like, let me let me say that again. Julian Edelman got a job in the NFL. Right. And he's not better than a lot of these guys out here. So, let's get Terrence Mathis proper respect, and let's get Helmet in the Hall of Fame. Man, we don't respect we don't respect our legends um, the way they should be respected. Like they put in some hard work to get to us to the, the first Super Bowl ever in Falcons history mm-hmm. the first Super Bowl ever Terrence Matthews and Jesse Tuck so they deserve respect man they deserve respect so happy birthday to the hammer himself and he, he is the father of um, one of the greatest if not the greatest defensive tackle in Atlanta Falcons history Now, we already know who that is. Mr. 97 himself in the middle of the field. Facts. Facts, facts, facts!
0: Facts! 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 But, yeah, definitely. And... This is where we have to kind of put pressure on our beat writers and sports media and stuff, especially here in Atlanta. Because one of the major reasons why a guy like Jesse Tuggle isn't in the Hall of Fame, Cause what a lot of a lot of people don't know, these Hall of Fame inductions, nominees and stuff. Comes from local media too. They have to put the word out there. They, they, they have to beat down the door to try to get these guys in. And hey man, y'all already know the rest of the damn story. We ain't gonna get too much caught up into that. But we'll go ahead and kick this off, man. See who else new them popped up in here. We got Kim. we got Michael Walker, not that Michael Walker. Um uh, let's see Red Swarm just just came in here. Hey. Let's go ahead and get right into let's get right to the meat and potatoes of the show, man. Um, as we already know, hold on. Let me type that. I, I knew I should have I should have did this. Oh man, hold on. Oh lord i'm about to type i'm about to type something so so completely wrong <laughs> all right let's go ahead all right so we talk talked about the atlanta falcons top 30 visits as we've already then heard a few names already um this was actually kind of a comment right here that we're gonna kind of make this the basis of his life. Eddie White said, I've heard that top 30 business don't always mean they're definitely drafting these players. They're mostly to grab information about the players, don't gauge a visit with their draft board. And we definitely know what that is. Um the way that we're the way that we're gonna attack it today is I actually, we're actually going to have the list. I'm going to show you quite a few names on this list. And what we're going to do is we're going to guess what the direction of this, uh, of where they may possibly go into this draft. Because as we already know with free agency, we already know what the moves that they made and how they attacked the defense. It's like now... We don't know where they're gonna get. It. They've gotten they've gotten some receivers here. They got a couple of offensive linemen, so they pretty much attacked a whole lot of different areas. Which kind of makes this draft uh-huh. kind of like kind of like the best of both worlds, to where they have multiple options and they can't really fail on them like that. I mean they it, it can, but we not gonna put that energy out there. So uh, we not put that in
1: there. We got
0: we not gonna put that energy out there. So as we already know, I wanna ask everybody a question that's tuning in. Where do you think, based on these moves they are making right now, where do y'all think? know is thinking as far as going within the first couple rounds of this draft, and that's a question I could ask for you, Mike. What do you? What is your idea?
1: Whew. Um, a, a lot of people have assumed that it's about the best player available. Um which is interesting. Uh, but I don't necessarily agree with that. I, I think there is the best play available to a certain extent. Because the best player when we talked about in this case now we, we we say it's like, all right, if you just go with the best available, it could be a quarterback, it could be a, a running back. It could be, you know, a center. It could be the left guard or the right guard mm-hmm. or the right tackle. And as we know, we already have a right tackle, a right tackle, and we paid the right tackle and the right guard. And there's a pretty uh you praying you got time here, you got CP, you got some weapons at there the running back position, um, mm-hmm. wide receiver tight end. So we got some weapons there, so it's like would it be smart for the offense to get even a tight end if he was the best player available at that point? So, like, the best player available for this draft, for me, um, I think that really depends on where that team is and um, what the player is at that time. So, like I said, it could be running back, but being in the system with the Atlanta Falcons, we don't run a lot of. Um, they don't use a lot of – uh. their backs, their running backs don't, you know, uh, have games where they got 20, 40, 50 carries. The only time mm-hmm. we had that was really with CP. Uh, last year, I believe it was. It was last year. He had games where he had 30, almost 40 carries, but he was pretty much the best player in the, on the offense, mm-hmm. not named Matt Ryan and Kyle Pitts. So we kind of had to do that with CP. So I don't think a B. John Robinson, a wide receiver at this point in time, but we still got to figure out if Kyle Pitts and Desmond Ritter has, um, you know, that that chemistry. So I'm going to say, I know a lot of people are saying that we loaded at defensive line position but I think that's the smart, the smartest position, uh, especially when I heard this from Calais Campbell. He said something real key that I think it went over a lot of people here. He said, he's going to come in and play that Cam Jordan role in this defense. We talked about that. And if you look at his build and his style, that's an awfully, that's an awful, that's awfully similar to a guy that's currently in the draft right now, and his name is Jalen Carter. Those guys, damn, uh, their game are damn near identical. They're not quite defensive tackles because they're quick, they're big and physical but if you look at Kaleas Campbell and Jalen Carter they're almost identical so I'm mm-hmm. gonna go with that if you're gonna go with best player available for this team I think Jalen Carter is the best player available because something happened to Kaleas Campbell you can throw a guy in that damn there does the exact same thing that he does
0: Right. Wow. Uh, give a shout out to Mutro Gun he said I missed y'all live last night caught the playback and heard some delusional folks <laughs> I ain't even gonna tell y'all no lie, bro uh, but uh I had to drink bleach after last night bro. that, 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 that was some, <laughs> mean, some good lord have mercy
1: oh.
0: I want to ask anybody I want to ask another question anybody that caught the live last night or caught the playback um yeah that's kind of what we have to deal with on a daily basis so if you see the way that we were like kind of comfortable with it we we deal with that we get that all the time. No, no, those folks, those folks exist in the world. And I got some homework for some people. I want everybody to let me know where the hell Boston College is located at. Yeah, so. Oh my God.
1: (laughs) All right. Look, I love, I love, I love uh, geography, history, (laughs) But I never knew that Boston was in Pennsylvania. I didn't know I
0: didn't know I Boston that. College was in Pennsylvania. I just didn't know, man. I I, I just wanted to make sure.
1: Yeah, <laughs> D. Coby said I missed the man.
0: first part, but how the hell did it turn into a Lamar <laughs> debate? Be honest with you, we don't know either. <laughs> it went. Yeah, I'm just gonna get, that came, I'm, I'm gonna give everybody the playback. I'm gonna give everybody a summary. It started off about quarterback position. Then it went to Super Bowl Fifty One. Oh my God! Then it went to Lamar Jackson, and then it ended up with went to the Big East. Went to the Big East. Said Big East quarterbacks don't ex- don't do well in the league, but didn't know the fact that the quarterback he capping for came from the Big East. Then it ended up with um, just giving him a chance because he light skinned and we cut the shit off like no that's it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so y'all make sure y'all y'all catch that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh Lord, look look at this, look at this, look at this, I look at look this look. conversation. <laughs> this I, I, I'm on. looking, I'm seeing. Yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, it, it Swarm said, "You know what? I missed the transition too." uh yeah. <laughs> oh my! God. But, but y'all make sure, but y'all make sure y'all go ahead tune in. Like I said, if you haven't watched Cooler Talk Monday last night on Mad Mike Sports Channel, y'all make sure y'all do that. Cause that, low. I don't know how I
1: did it. Uh, yeah. warm, I don't know how I did myself the patience. I, 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 I know don't how know. you I guess did it. I'm getting better. I know <laughs> how you snapping. did it
0: because look, I know how you did it. Cause when you get patient, I get <laughs> agitated. And when I get patient, you get agitated. <laughs> you know
1: why that is a that's a weird that always I get impatient. You patient. I'm patient, you get impatient. That's a that it always happens. Like, I don't know why I guess the universe is, is, is nah, whatever. Uh-uh. <laughs> I guess
0: the universe is on our side. Karma is on our side. Right. Right. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, kind of how I'm thinking as far as the draft, um... Like I said, it's just one of those things where you really don't know, but if I take a guess, I would definitely say D-line, um... It's just kind of depending on how the cards fall in this draft, because if a lot of people haven't heard reports, is apparently the Tennessee Titans is supposed to be looking to trade up to the number three overall pick. Ooh, um, that's and,
1: hella interesting.
0: Huh? Yeah, and and reports come into is that. Anthony Anthony Richardson apparently have may possibly have two other suitor teams that may be looking for him, which is the Tennessee Titans and the Baltimore Ravens. So we're gonna see how this thing play out. Um <laughs> ATL said I had to watch porn afterwards. <laughs> okay, done, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: why had that Levy Young Bill patience last
0: night (laughs) I like that one Uh, yeah let me go ahead and highlight that one right quick yeah yeah you had to (laughs) because sometimes you just gotta let people speak and they speak enough you're either gonna hang yourself or you're gonna cut the rope what you gonna do um, so given my take on this, I could see another edge rusher. I could see another book in, um, I wouldn't necessarily say, uh, a, a, a one tech or a zero, I mean, cause Jalen Carter technically is a he's a 3 tip but he a big ass 3 tip Like you said with Jalen with, with um Calais mm-hmm. Campbell as well. But uh, like you said, the safest bet the safest pick to go to is Edge Russell. That's, that 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 be one of the safer bets for me. I say edge rushing. I say edge rushing defensive mm-hmm. line too. Because like I said, corner intrigues me. Like you said, Christian Gonzalez, Devin Witherspoon. Um, like these guys intrigue me. But those are high gamble picks, especially the way that this defense is. It's it's, it's it's a high reward to have that, but it's a high reward until my boy got get paid. And, mm-hmm. hey man, it's just interesting. But the reason why I asked that, reason why I asked that question, shout out and, and speaking of heavy hitters, to go our brother. Mr. Ju tall sports. Y'all make sure y'all show him some love Jew over there. Juju won Juju 2K. No. Ju 2, like I said, that's Ju2K right there. But the reason why two I the reason why I asked that question is I got a list and credited to the source of WalterFootball.com. Yes, I'm putting the plug in there. Walterfootball.com. Um, they actually put out a list of, well, of all 32 teams, but in particular, I focused on the Atlanta Falcons. And Mike, I wanted to get your thoughts on on a few, quite a few names. Listen, let me get your gauge on it. Um, if you can, if y'all y'all may not be able to read that, but I'll be reading the names out loud. Um... Uh, first name on the list is Ade Tamiwa Ade Baware Motherfucker we just call his ass Deuce that's too much right there That's too That's too damn much Um, uh, <laughs> Defensive line Defensive end Whatever, whatever the hell you want to call it If the folks don't know who Deuce is he, he, he's the D lineman that ran a four four nine at 290 pounds. So, yeah. Um, we got Brian Branch, Julius Brent, uh, Brian Branch safety, Julius Brent's corner, Jalen Carter, of course, and Xavier Hutchinson, wide receiver. EJ, EJ Jenkins, wide receiver, Georgia Tech, which, Shot the hell out of me, but hey, 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 they, 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 they looking somewhere. Quentin Johnson, Johnston, wide receiver. Jonathan Mingo, wide receiver. DeMarvion Overshaw. So this is part one of the list. So, Mike, what do you, what do you think of that? Um, I uh, guess King Quest asked, what would that name I think it's Hold on, let me see. The King Quest said, what would that do name again? Uh, I, I, look, I ain't. Look. just We just call him Deuce. <laughs> call him Deuce. That, that's all we need to know what his name is. Well, she, that shit got me off. What's monkey him? Hey.
1: So, what you what you think about <laughs> this part? i because see a pattern
0: you see a path what pattern do you see yeah. i
1: like if you if i know k style there's just i'm gonna just say this i know you k style process and how you think if you look at this especially offensively at this list They have one thing in common, two things in common. These are lower to mid-round picks. Mm -hmm. Remember one thing we said about that San Francisco 49ers team, Mm -hmm. even Mm -hmm. Mm T.O.? These are the lower tier wide receivers with a certain body structure on a certain type of playing style okay. and these players are not gonna cost you a lot to get mm-hmm. all right I mean, so you look at ej jenkins Austin, mingo like all those guys got don't forget guys.
0: xavier Hutchison too
1: they got a certain david <laughs> yeah too. yeah all of them got the same body style so, that, should tell, that tells me a lot, the type of wide receiver. But I'm going to say this, man. I Don't be surprised you see EJ Jenkins being drafted in the second or third round.
0: Oh, no. Nah. He ain't going
1: surprised. that goddamn high. Ain't no way don't, in here. You'll not be surprised. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I,
0: look, I'm, I'm, look, <laughs> that motherfucker is going to be undrafted. <laughs> not be surprised. Second or third round. No. Nah. No, nah, I think you're I, I think you thinking of Jonathan Mingo. I think you think of John Domingo. EJ Jenkins ain't getting drafted. No,
1: i don't know. I'm saying EJ Jenkins. Because... Man, I'm I believe he gonna. Don't be surprised. It'd be a mid round for him. Like I, because I think Arthur is just a mad scientist, man. And like he see a guy with a certain size, I just think he gonna try. I, like I, I really think Arthur gonna try something funny. I, I'll say <laughs> that he gonna try something that he typically. You wouldn't think over. he'll do. Right. I think he's are going to draft a guy that you typically think like he won't do. I really have a feeling that he might do that. Right.
0: Yeah. So if y'all don't know what the body types we talk about, especially on this part of the list of wide receivers, um, Xavier Hutchison goes about 6 fold, 205 or something like that. We just going off the sides of the wide receivers. Uh, EJ Jenkins go for 6-7, 250. <laughs> yeah, Y'all heard that, right? 6-7, 250. <laughs> wide receiver. Day. So, yeah, EJ Jenkins. And I know that because he played for my Yellow Jackets. Uh, Quinn Johnston, about 6'4", 215. Jonathan Mango goes about 6'3", 225. So, that is... Yeah, that's a particular size that he's looking for. He's, like I said... Um, only reason why I say EJ Jenkins might be more so on the undrafted side of the game is because he didn't, It's not really a lot of tape on him. It's, it, it, it's kind of hard to judge that. See, on this list, he they, they listed him as a private workout. So, like I said, he's going to be one of those guys that's probably going to be on the undrafted free agent market. And they're looking at him in particular in that moment and you kind of hit the nail on the head too you said like I said about the mid-round the the mid-round pick like I said this is what we talk about as far as development being able to pick guys in all shapes and forms in all different rounds because like I said if you're able to get quality starters out of the mid and late rounds it shows how successful your regime is, not only mm-hmm. as a GM, but as a head coach as well. <laughs> <laughs> you to look like six, we seven, actually, two fifty. We actually saw the tendency <laughs> for them. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we
1: actually saw the tendency for them to um we 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 actually saw a tendency of the Falcons to like use those law. Like them undrafted to late round draft picks, especially undrafted
0: right. guys.
1: Use those guys and uh and sign them to like long future deals, like we did with Felipe. So Felipe. that could very well be. So like I said, do not be surprised that they play around with a guy like, like uh, uh uh like EJ. Like he he got the perfect body size, and you can do a lot of things with him, and kind of prime him for that role that. Felipe Franks is supposed to be. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. E.J. Jenkins it, it, it is not the exactly the, the, the greatest route runner that you want. Like you said, he just got the size. And I know uh, I've, I've seen this guy plenty of games. But like you said, it's all a part of that development program. So, like you said, um... Yeah, yeah, yeah! Everybody like, everybody looking like, bro, ain't no way in hell. That's a big, ad, that's a big ass dude playing wide receiver. Yeah, he's a wide receiver slash tight end. <laughs> like he, he plays more wide receiver than tight end. So, let's just put that out there. Um, got a couple draft questions here, right quick. Uh, Kai the game kid, the game said, what, my, what? Round, would you think Drew Sanders would go in? And do you think the Falcons should take a look
1: at him if he goes in the later round?
0: Um, I could kind of answer this because I've kind of, like I said, I've kind of looked at Drew Sanders' game myself. I think he may potentially be like a late first round, early second round pick. Um, he, he has that uh versatility as far as the linebacker position. Um He's, he's, like I said, just he's he, he reminds me of Troy Anderson in a way. He just ain't as big. Well, he just he doesn't seem as big on film as a Troy Anderson, but um, like I said, the way the, like, like I wouldn't be surprised. I'm gonna tell you right now, and, and like I said, we still waiting on word from Rashawn Evans, that's the key. We haven't heard nothing about Rashawn Evans yet. So, Drew Sanders, do not be surprised if that name comes up to mention here within the next few weeks. Um, And Boomer Father said, which round would you draft Deuce? He could possibly go in the first round. But if the Falcons want him in the first round, I would trade back. But, but like I said, on average, he may, drop, he may drop the early second round as well. Like I said, it just depends on how this draft falls because, like I said, we got all these interchangeable pieces. Like I said, you got these teams trading up now. Um like I said, we need we need uh, Mel Kuyper Jr. and uh, Todd Mache to um to, the, the bolster up Tanner McKee. I'm begging y'all, please, because the more quarterbacks that go in the first round, the better, better the opportunity for us to get multiple defensive pieces. So go ahead and boost his ass up. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Uh, let's say, let's see. Okay. So, and another name that was on that. Net, speaking of linebacker, uh, the Marvion Overshaw is a particular name as well on this part of the list that kind of intrigues me a little bit because he's kind of small. He's, he's, I ain't going to say, yeah, he's kind of a smaller, smaller-ish linebacker. Um... What is he? I think say he go for like six two two twenty seven. Like he fast as hell, but it's like it, 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 his tape to me it kind of looks underwhelming at times. But this is what happens when you're able to build your up front, build your front. Like I said, you want your trenches to be intact because now you got guys like that that could come in. And you're helping their development by protecting them up front. Um. All right, Mike, you ready for part two of the list? Oh,
1: it's part two? Oh, damn. Oh, shit. I told you there's three parts to this list. Damn. I thought I was looking at all oh, shit. No,
0: no, nope. This is part two, this is part one of the list. So um, before we go ahead and get to part two of the list, I wanna go ahead and get everybody an Intermission Break to go ahead and hit that like button, hit that subscribe button if you haven't. So we're gonna go ahead and, and, and play a little bit of music so we can go ahead and get these likes up. And we got 82 people in here right now, which we definitely appreciate. You want to at least get these likes up to fifty as we play a little bit of music for you. Six Man K stops. I always forget that oh, damn oh, thing is. Oh. Yeah, so I've been doing a check here. So we need about we need about ten more likes in this thing. So. Get your opportunity to do so like i said make sure you go ahead and subscribe six man k style Look, the, 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 the next the next goal is 2k so i could be up there with you we got a good little ways to go but guess what y'all we can get them all right right, this is not impossible it's not impossible Alright, okay, okay. Okay, that was that was the quickest uh light check two one two in a while. I can deal with I can dig it, I can dig it. Alright. So yeah, Mike. So what was your overall assessment on part one? Like I said, you said you saw a lot of wide receivers, mid-round guys in that particular
1: Um, that and. Hmm. Just Maybe with that list. I saw, like you said, the linebackers, that, they do a mm-hmm. particular thing. They kind of, uh, like with Overshun, like if you look at Overshun, he's the type of guy that likes to blitz. mm mm-hmm. Like he's better, he's best when he's blitzing. Why? When he's moving towards the, uh, the D line to the, uh, you know, the fill those gaps. That's what he's best at. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> D. Cobra said, like the stream before I kick y'all in the hamstring." Yeah, go yeah, yeah, go yeah, go ghost peppers. Yeah, he's on the same page with me. They need to boost up Jake Hayner, Clayton Toon, and Jared Hall as well. hmm Yeah, go ahead and boost no, I'm the like quarterbacks that. up. Go ahead and boost all of them up. Y'all doing y'all doing a great service to the Atlanta Falcons by boosting all these quarterbacks up. I mean the more quarterbacks they get picked early more opportunity for some defensive players (laughs) we need. All right. So, Mike, you ready for part two? Indeed. All right. So, we got part two right here. I'm going to move that out the way. All right. So, part two of this list. Here we go. Wide receiver, Trey Palmer. Wide receiver, Jaden Reed. Offensive tackle, Trevor Reed. Quarterback, Anthony Richardson. Safety, Jamie Robinson. Corner, Terrell Smith. Running back, Tajay Spears. Quarterback, CJ Stroud. Outside linebacker, Charlie Thomas. Again, it's a lot of wide receivers. It's quite. is a couple wide receivers. I see a couple quarterbacks, and I see a couple defensive backs. Hold on, let me see. Let me see if I move that. Make sure. Make sure I ain't missing no names on here. Okay. Alright, so what you think on this part of the list? Oh, <laughs> um, wow, 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 um, wow, Mike.
1: No, I'm here. I had to give me a... Some good, um, <laughs> <laughs> mm. No, but... Um, again, I just see the same pattern with wide receivers... See a lot of receivers that, um, with a certain size, obviously running backs to the outside linebackers. I think, hmm, Anthony Richardson, CJ Stroud, and both of those guys had a potential to end up in the NFC South, so not too much fan. Not paying too much attention to the quarterbacks, but these wide receivers keep jumping out to me. Not a lot of uh cornerbacks. I see a lot of safeties, uh, outside linebackers. But wide receivers just keep jumping out for me. Yeah,
0: Trey Palmer goes six foot 193 pounds. Um <clears throat>
1: if
0: I go to NFL draft buzz, they said despite his blocking, his blocking rating is in the 70%, which is pretty damn high for a wide receiver. So that's letting me know he has a, he has a certain mindset as far as wide receiver. Mm-hmm but yeah man you you are right it's a lot of wide receivers they looking at and it's a lot of wide receivers they expecting to get in the mid rounds Trey no shut the hell <laughs> He said Jay Reed is seven for twenty six. Nah, I think I think is Reed's man. a little bit smaller. <laughs> I think for real, I think he's just he a little bit smaller than that. Let's find out, shall we? Um
1: let's see. Let's see. Let's see. He's at 7 foot
0: 26. What the hell? <laughs> nah, he's he's a smaller guy, about 5'11", 190.
1: <laughs> but the thing too that we was talking about what the running backs and the wide receivers also likes to use guys that has that ability to catch the, uh run out the catch. You have to have that yak ability. hey
0: mike go ahead and say that say that one more time
1: say that say what you just said one more time arthur smith likes to like guys that have that yak ability yards out the catch so you, not only is it about sheer sure hands but you got to have that ability to catch it and want to do something with it you get straight up the field no wasted movement So,
0: basically, for those in the back that oh, yeah. may not have heard that, they don't want know. They don't want uh, moon moonwalk. Uh, Ain't no half stepping wide receivers. You got to be able to catch it and go, even if you fall forward. Uh-huh. And, like I said, Trey Palmer, Jaden Reed are kind of like guys that do that as well. These are kind of more of the smaller guys, the the shifty wide receivers. So, like I said, they're giving themselves options as far as if if they want to go to the wide receiver. route. Like I said, you notice the majority of the list is guys between rounds that's projected between rounds three and four. But But there's a name on this list that intrigues me a lot. And and I can definitely see them doing this. And that's Tajay Spears. I can see Tajay, the running back on this list, Tajay Spears. I can definitely see him in a Falcon uniform. Not only because he he's that multi-purpose back that they look for, but it's a guy that they don't have to spend a high draft pick on. And he has the two-lane connect, connection to a lot of folks, if you ain't know, um, Terry no play football the two-lane, and this one his alma So he definitely paying attention to that name right there. And Spears and Algier kind of gives you that two-headed monster to where you won't have to rely on Cordero Patterson to be the... You will allow him, you will allow him to take less of those hits and, and make him more fast. Mm-hmm. Um any other names? Any 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 of these names intrigue you?
1: I mean other than mm. I wanna say Jamie Rob.
0: What do you say? Robinson? Robertson? Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. He's oh, Yeah, up. he he uh he 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 is the 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 little engine that could as they call him. <laughs> hmm yeah, yeah, he's,
1: he's another engineer. one of those blessings. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, i'm looking at i'm looking at it as a um, talk player he, he's definitely. another one of those guys that play with physicality mm-hmm. he plays with a physicality that i think um, it's all about the mindset it's like if you look at a lot of falcons players they play with a certain mindset and i think um robson is, is definitely that guy he mm-hmm. plays with it and he has good instinct he sees the he sees the play before it happens. That's always a good thing, too. That's something that you can't teach. Okay. That makes sense.
0: That definitely gives them another option as far as. And another two things, another two names on here that kind of intrigue me as well is, of course, the quarterbacks and C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson. Um I think this is the Falcons kind of doing their due diligence as far as looking at the quarterback position. Not for the simple fact that they may draft one, but they're trying to entice people. They they may be looking to entice somebody be like, Hey, like I said, Paul Terry on the phone. Hey man, we just did this interview as well with him. Um, I know you might need a quarterback. I know y'all probably got your interview with him. I think he's good. Hey, if you want to trade up to the spot and get him before the guy, couple guys behind us, dude. Hey, man, let's go ahead and make this deal go.
1: Mhm.
0: And that's the same thing with CJ Stroud too. Um, I'll be looking like, wow, but. The top five in this draft is going to damn determine how this whole entire first round, how this whole, really, this whole entire draft is going to be. Because I like I said, if you if you go with the obvious and Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, then you got to look at the Houston Texans possibly getting the second quarterback. And then, like you said, if Tennessee decides to trade up to the three and possibly get another one. Yeah, it's going to change the whole dynamic of this draft. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Michael, you're right. John New was CP in Tennessee before I CP in Atlanta. You're right. You're right. Like I said, if you notice the pattern of the guys that they got with a John New Smith, is to take less of those hits off of CP so he's more effective. He's still effective, Mm -hmm. but with him being a little bit older, you don't want him taking as much of the hits as he's doing. So now you're keeping him fresher. Mm -hmm. And then when you're looking for that big play and he's one of your big play guys, he's fresh enough to where he can deliver that big play. Noah said uh, what's worse for a defense to deal with Michael Turner and Algier or two Turners <laughs> hey man hey it is like when you when you have got when you have guys that you gotta stay up all night the game playing for that gives your offense and that gives your team an advantage alright so hmm I said Trevor Reed, he's more so of a swing tackle. Uh Terrell Smith, he's I don't know too much about him. Not him like that. I have to do we, we that's why we got all the way up to the end of the month. So we're gonna be looking at some more of these names and getting assessments and stuff. Uh Mucho Grundy says, is CP an X Factor? Of course. Of course he's an X Factor. That's one of your biggest special team weapons. He's one of your best pass catchers. Like I said, he's one of your most versatile guys. Like I said, you got two of them, him and John Lewis Smith. So let's like ask what that what what the therapists always say: pick your poison. Once again. The therapist ATL AK1 aka 1 always says pick your boys. uh Shout out to J-Rock for getting in the chat. That's another one of our um uh, that's one another one of our um brothers in arms. He's one of the ones that help us do what we do around here. So shouts out to J-Rock. Y'all make sure y'all show him some love. Alright, so. Alright, Mike, we actually have a part three to this list. God damn! It's a short part though. It ain't a long part. We got part three. Oh y'all. What's it Ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready? Alright, so this is so this is the last little bit of it right here. So it, it, it ain't it ain't too much, it ain't too many more names. Uh, you got Osiris Torrance, guard from Byron Young, defensive tackle, Cameron Young, defensive tackle. So these are the last three names on the list. Okay. Um, so, okay. so Osiris Torrance is a very interesting to me. Um, like you said, he's basically, from what I've seen, is kind of a one-dimensional guard. Like like the one thing about him is the size. Like I so said, I think he goes about six, six, three hundred and sixty 360 pounds or something like that. Um, so he's supposed to be rated as one of the top guards in this draft, but against pass, against mm-hmm. against the pass rush, from what I've seen from him, yeah. But for a team like the Falcons, is actually where he can flourish at because he'll be allowed to actually run block because this is a running offense. <laughs> damn, D called me. He ain't had to do that, man. He had to do that, man. Like they said, Osiris Torrance is a bust name.
1: Osiris. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, when me,
1: man, this my... man can't be nice for a damn day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, he can't. No, the hell he can't. And um you got uh Byron Young defensive tackle Alabama um Derek said they met with DJ Dell as well defensive tackle and Cameron Young defensive tackle and once again, the pattern of the defensive tackle that they're looking for they're looking for um guys who are quick off the line. Am I correct? Mike, right, that, that's how it goes. I ain't hear what you're No, I said I, they I, looking I for mean. guys that are... They, they looking for guys who can get
1: off the line quick. Yeah. of. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you run them slacks. You got to get going fast. You got to get off the fan because you're going to be super aggressive, so... On both sides of the ball, it's like you got to be able to get off that line quick, fast, and get into your, you know, top speed as as fast as possible. This 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 team is really all about how fast you're line. And-
0: you are. Yeah. Right. Oh. I thought you had cut off for a second. I about to say oh, right.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. That was it. That was it.
0: That was it. Okay,
1: okay. I'm reading these damn <laughs> comments. Yeah, I'm
0: reading
1: these <laughs> damn comments. deal, Osiris, porn. Okay, yeah, never mind. Never mind. I was thinking the wrong bar. He, go,
0: he goes for 6 Johnson. 5 3 35. Okay, so that's a little bit better. But. From that, from that okay. game footage that we no. saw with Anthony Richardson, um, if Osiris Torrance was the right guard or the left guard in the games that we watched, uh, Nick, no, I <laughs> was that big, no, <laughs> because I was seeing folks get blown up, getting. Blown up at the line of scrimmage. He, yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm good on that. But they doing due diligence though. Um, let's see. So, so looking at that overall list, seeing the type of names that was on that list, Mike. for your whole assessment, do you have a? Do, do you think you may have a better idea as far as what they're looking for as far as this draft? Or are you still just as confused as all of us is right now?
1: Uh I don't uh I don't say it is. They have to convince me that it's not a defensive tackle. Last defensive end. I haven't been convinced that it's not one of those yet. So a defensive tackle that's kind of a hybrid because Ryan Nielsen like those defensive ends that are kind of defensive tackles because he can put those guys in and stun them. Uh, so I'm not convinced that it's not. It's, you got to look at this the signing. really what brought this team together, that defense together was really one signing. A lot of people say David Onyemata, but what really brought that team together, defense together is really Calais Campbell. I can really see a Calais Campbell type of guy. And a lot of people say, what about Tyree? But Tyree is a defensive end. Well, Tyree not very, he's not, he's far from Calais Campbell in that run defense, man. Right, yeah. yeah. Michael
0: asked, "Didn't Quinn Johnson visit? Yeah, we actually talked about that a little while ago. Um, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. like I said, he kind of fit. Like you said, he fits the prototypical wide receiver they looking for. Um, so if you looked at. A lot of his game footage, and I kind of follow Steve Smith on YouTube as well. So he kind of does a lot of breakdowns on wide receivers. Uh, the recent one that I saw he did with Grant Dubois. I forgot what college he went to, but he broke down uh, Quinn Johnston. And for what he said is, he's just one of those uh-huh. hit and miss guys because it's like he looks good one play, then he looks. Average on another play. Yes, I, don't he, I, don't, I don't think you. I don't think they're gonna be looking for guys that ain't consistent.
1: Uh huh. Gotta be able to work hard. We gotta work hard with this thing. Right. Uh, so
0: while we're past the one hour mark, um. We're going to go ahead and we're going to let y'all go ahead and hit us with some of the Q&A questions. This is the uh, Q&A portion of the show. So we want y'all to definitely go ahead and get those questions ready as far as if you're talking about thoughts on the draft and <clears throat> just anything in particular you want us to talk about
1: so we don't hear hear a damn thing about no Lamar Jackson okay so y'all keep that shit
0: (laughs) Uh, we already kicking it off right Uh, do y'all think we'll draft the center if so what round everybody know me Um, I'm kind of a big fan of Ricky Stromberg Yeah, uh, I think necessarily what they're going to end up doing, they may possibly draft the center. I could, I see Stromberg, really. Because I don't think the dude from Minnesota, I don't think they're going to go that high on a center. Because, uh, what's his name, John Schmitzel, whatever the fucking name is, You got a hyphenated name, so you know, you, 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 you know it. <laughs> <laughs> but he's one of those that may potentially go in. <laughs> What's so funny? Because I say he got a hyphenated name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> uh, uh, uh,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. Like oh, I know why. John Michael know, Schmitz
1: or something
0: like that? Yeah, John Michael Schmitz. Whatever. The... <laughs> I know why. I know why it made you laugh because right when we first started doing it i made a joke about jacob to Marin. i called him the hyphen man because i ain't know how to say his damn name <laughs> Right. <laughs> until i got it right but um yeah ricky strongburn to me is one of those guys that um Like if you watch a lot of his games, if you watch, if you watch, pay close attention because this is one of the actually one of the first prospect shorts that I did this year. If you go and look up Ricky Stromberg and you look at his game, he does a lot of line calls, and I know a lot of y'all are Georgia fans. So I, that's the first game I want you to go look. I want y'all to look at him, not only. Kind of communicating with his guys, but he's a guy that always got his head on a damn swivel. Like I said, he like I said, he ain't the most punishing blocker, but like you said, the communication with his guys, like the um, being able to switch off one blocker to help another one, like I said, that's gonna be that's a very key uh trait for a center. Um. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> i fuck with that. Uh, what you think on that, Mike? you think you get a center? John Michael and Smith
1: and Hardy Smith. This name is your name, too. Whenever
0: we go out, when people always shout, there go John, Draco, Michael, Heidi Smith. Ah. Oh, my <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I remember the Barney tapes. <laughs> Good lord,
1: <laughs> good god. Oh my god, man. We so damn yeah, late. That was lame as hell, bro. <laughs> man. Them, man. Them <laughs> barney taste. <laughs> I like, Lord, boy, I lord you rolling like, what the fuck? What the-? I,
0: was say, say say your, I was about to say, don't <laughs> let your, I was say, don't let your ass burn one and then watch one of them. Shit. Your ass <laughs> would be dying like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God!
0: That makes it. I'm sorry, y'all. Jingle, Jim got how, how, how the how the <laughs> fuck? Oh, okay. He was a doll. That became a man. If he's purple, why the fuck is his sister green? And she's a triceratops. But <laughs> like, 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 wait a minute, Rainbow. I'm still
1: trying to figure that one out. <laughs> oh my
0: god. Like, like, wait a minute. Uh, wait a minute. BJ is Baby Bop are brother and sister. He's yellow. She's green.
1: I don't damn
0: know, bro. Hey, hey, know, bro. hey, hey! I got some homework for y'all. Y'all need to, like, like wow. everybody know Barney the way he wow. is now. Y'all need to go look up the original Barney and Baby Bob. That shit's gonna scare
1: the hell out of uh, all y'all. No, I'm they, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, scare the living shit out of you. Oh my God. <laughs> the original Barney was yeah, scary, you, bro. That motherfucker
0: mother looked like a crack, a crackhead on his last, on his last leg, and baby Bop. Uh, how can I explain what baby? Bop? Baby Bop was like seven foot five. I was like, how the fuck she ended up being like four foot eleven? Later <laughs> on?
1: A big ass baby, a big <laughs> ass baby that's seven foot tall. <laughs> 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 Oh shit!
0: Oh my god! where the damn I don't is. know
1: where the fuck this guy came from. I don't know y'all. where this
0: conversation came in at, but you start <laughs> singing that John Jacob Jingleheimer Smith song, and all of a sudden Barney just came up in my head. All right, all right. So yeah, so Mike, so he might says uh, John Michael Schnitzel. Uh, he might say probably, probably about second round, maybe second, third round.
1: Yeah, yeah. Second, like third round. Hey, right, look!
0: Look at these comments. <laughs> no more old buddy. I, I don't even want to read CDs. these damn
1: comments.
0: Oh my! God. <laughs> you got to read these Barney comments, but hello, no, Dave Oh no!
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no!
0: Oh God, no! <laughs> oh
1: my goodness! <laughs> Well, this man him, <laughs> this man Red
0: man got problems <laughs> you got a fucking problem <laughs> He's a sick bastard <laughs> that baby walk got a
1: fat ass <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck <sighs> oh shit
0: <laughs> oh lord uh baby Red Sport said do y'all like dj turner at corner um I a, um I know he's fast.
1: He's I pretty much a boundary.
0: Him. He's pretty much a Barney up. Uh, not goddamn boundary corner. Hold on, Mike. You gotta talk. You you gotta talk now. I got hold on, wait a goddamn minute. Mike, just keep talking. Go ahead and answer some of these questions. I these motherfuckers don't believe me. Hold on, wait a goddamn! Hold on, hold hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my,
1: like baby go, go ahead, go ahead, and answer what some questions. Basses, y'all don't, y'all don't hold on. Y'all don't really tell a, a, a child's uh, a, a damn children's uh, show into a fan. Like what are you doing? With? Y'all, y'all sick. Good, boy. I'm good, but talk about baby. Bob. Oh, God. Boy, y'all got some damn. Oh, they got no damn sense. Yeah, they, what
0: yeah, the they really hell? I mean, they follow us, so it, it doesn't surprise me okay. at all. Cause we ain't got no damn sense neither.
1: I'm not reading the rest of this sick shit, man. I'm go, bro. Sick sick I said, go time. ahead, and answer this some coming, of the football questions cold. while I do some research. I, I, I can't. Got, I'm trying, <laughs> goddamn. All this weird ass shit. <laughs> all this weird ass shit. Dude. I can't. I'm trying to find it. Shit. <laughs> The real, mm. Look, it ain't nothing but Baby Bop. Baby Bop, B.J. Oh, my God. Y'all some sick bastards. I, I'm he not reading right that shit? That, that's wrong. <laughs> Mucho, you need <laughs> help for that. You, you need help. Mucho need help Y'all need, y'all need help that. Jesus. That's just wrong. Hold oh, um, well, on. Oh, my God. Hold
0: on. Oh, yeah. just, hold on. I'm going to put a football question up for you. Yeah, now he's trying to... Uh, it ain't no okay, I want you to he, Hold on, where that? Where that? <laughs> Here you go, Mike. Here you go, Mike. J. Rock came. Gonzo oh or Witherspoon, who would you prefer?
1: Gonzo. I, I prefer Gonzo. Um, he's not afraid of contact. He's like he, he's a good tackler. He's a willing tackler. A lot like AJ Terrell. But the most important thing for me is like. He's a ball hawk, but he does it. Uh, he has control when he's going after the ball. A lot of DBs don't have control; they just jump up in the air. And we've seen Richie Grant. He has body control, nice body control when he's going after the ball. So, he, um, like if you look at a lot of DBs, yeah, they're good. They can close on the ball, but they don't have body control to get around wide receivers when they need to just get in there and stick their arm knocked the ball out and things of that nature so gonzo has a lot he got good body control um he's his instincts are them you know it's it's up there with the best that i've ever seen coming out of college uh but most important with gonzo i just think his um i just think he has that it factor you can't really teach so i think yeah i'm taking gonzo Uh, that's
0: the guy that I like that I would actually prefer as far as Witherspoon is he I think he's a little bit on the bigger side Um, yeah Gonzo is the bigger corner Witherspoon is kind of on the smaller side he kind of reminds me of Antoine
1: Winfield. Yeah, like he plays a little bigger than what he, like that's what I mean. He plays a lot bigger than what he actually is, though, what I'm saying. And I don't know if that's always a good thing because it kind of reminds me of Dante uh, Dante Robinson. He played a lot mm-hmm. bigger than what he actually was, and he going to knock his damn self out. Like, yeah, what's going to kind of give me the creeps when I look at that? It's just like he going to knock himself out. Little Mike. Especially when he's talking. <laughs> Little Mike. Oh, my God. Bro. <laughs> you really had to do it to you. What
0: the hell? <laughs> bro, that don't look oh right. That picture really does not bro, look you right. <laughs> you
1: know, nah. You gonna say what he like you looks. Your baby in the middle of the night is <laughs> Oh
0: my. How are you kids? <laughs> Better <Bad or> not
1: Everybody <laughs> say, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Wait. <are> you <laughs> Is that? I'm about 12 feet tall. Damn, how, how the hell tall is she? She looked tall as hell too. I don't know what.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that, that dude is, um, yeah, that shit is crazy. Um, yeah. I can't find the one of Baby Bob but if you look up them old Barney in the Backyard game, it, it, it's actually on YouTube now. If you go and look, they got an episode with Baby Bob. That is the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life right now. Uh, if you could imagine an old moldy trash bag that can talk, that's what she looked like. Oh my God. <laughs> oh Lord! Let's see we got some more questions. Um, we got a couple more questions. Uh let's see. Man, y'all ate shit. Y'all some <laughs> Talk yeah, about. Yeah, y'all gotta
1: stop.
0: Talk about All right, here you go, Mike. There, do you draft do, do we draft a tight end?
1: Uh I don't think so. Um I, I don't think you there's a need to draft a guy because you already have a young guy and um John Fitzpatrick uh that you can develop. Uh you have Parker Hesse still there. And now that you picked up Jonathan Smith, I don't think financially it's a good thing to draft one.
0: At least in the first four rounds. Yeah, I think we got enough tight ends as it is. I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out what they hit. Like, like why, why?
1: Um. <laughs> oh, look at the tone. <laughs> <laughs> it's my uh, there you go. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think everybody's <laughs> getting kind of terrified of that barney. Um let's see. Okay, this is a good question <laughs> right here. Trey Hill said, what do you think about the guard we drafted last year from Georgia? Try him out of left guard. against talking about uh Justin Chafer. What's your thought? What what you what, what you think that he may
1: be in the plan? Well, the five is obviously, they draft guys that they can develop. They're not like a lot of teams, especially as of now. And they're looking for them to immediately uh, play and have impact. So they're not looking for offensive linemen that's gonna uh, come in and be immediate uh, starters or impact players. So Justin Schaefer is obviously one of those guys that have the ability to play multiple positions, right, left, outside. He can play right tackle. So he has ability. I think um, Schaefer is definitely uh, someone to look out for, especially going into this uh, this preseason. I'm really looking for him uh, going into this preseason, see what how far he's come as far as his development and where they stick him at because if they end up sticking him at left guard, know that that'll be something really interesting so i want to see where they put him on the right side left side and see where he's coming from but yeah i i does have that physicality that we need and he can get to that second level yeah i definitely agree
0: um Then by Elijah Wilkinson signing with the Cardinals, like you said, it opens up the opportunity for these guys to Mm -hmm. be able to earn that spot. Uh... (laughs) He's talking about Red Swan, gonna blame me for the Barney shit. Well, all I said was, all I sung was a
1: song. Yo crazy <laughs> Started the foolishness You up there talking about midget asses and shit They ain't brain nobody but you You <laughs> talking about Bob, the
0: stallion and shit What the hell Alright, D. said Who you draft the first <laughs> Ky- Kyle Jai Kansi Or
1: Brian Brees?" I ain't, look, that Brian Bracey look like a good player, but he look like his toe gonna fall off if he <laughs> stepped the wrong way.
0: Yeah, that he's said that injury, that,
1: that injury history. He that got a like lot that. of injury issues.
0: Yeah, can't see, I about to say, I like Brian Bracey, though. I do. I do like his game. Like I said, it's not pretty or nothing like that. But Kansas is a whole nother animal, bro. It's, it, 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 it's it, 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 I can't explain it, bro. It, it, it's. I'm not gonna say Aaron Donald because I'm not gonna put that expectation on him like that. But it, the quickness off the snap is one of the craziest things I think I've seen since Aaron Donald, and that's that's crazy. <laughs> so I'll pick Cansy. Just, just, just on that alone because he's a, he's what they would be called a game wrecker as far as the defensive tackle position and then with them kind of not really having a it, it, it's a hybrid 4-3 defense and being able to have a guy mm-hmm. that's that explosive off the snap, can he benefits from a guy like Calais Campbell and a guy like Grady Jarrett as well. They all benefit from each other. Mm-hmm. Mm, I think we're going to get one more question. I'm going to go ahead and get Darnell, with this, He's gonna get the last question of the night. Do y'all do y'all think about drafting a, a, a defensive back specifically for the nickel back position? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think that's where they're gonna go. I know for me, like, I don't really know too many of the corners in this draft. I just know mainly a few of them. Uh, Antonio Johnson uh, from Texas A&M is one that I have in mind that they could definitely be looking at as far as that that bit nickel situation. That's if they feel comfortable with a guy like a Jalen Hawkins or a Mike Hughes the thing is, I know with Mike Hughes, you brought him in for one year. So, is that going to be a one-year deal where it's just going to be this year and that's it? Or are you bringing him in to mm-hmm. draft the guy so he can be under his wing and get the ropes from the NFL? So, if I think about drafting a, a defensive backs for the nickel role, like I say, Antonio Johnson is really the main guy I'd be looking at. But like you said, with those top thirty visits, that like you <laughs> said, that's not guaranteed that any of those guys are going to be on their radar. We'll but what it that. does is it but, gives us an idea. It gives us an idea on what they're looking for. Like you said, Brian Branch may be a guy they may be looking at for that nickel, that nickel bit uh, nickel role. Would they pick him at eight? I doubt it if they do go that route they most likely would trade back i
1: don't don't
0: know Go go ahead go ahead what you got
1: uh i i i wouldn't necessarily draft a nickel back, you know uh, draft specifically for a nickelback like you, you like if you draft a guy he's gonna be he's gonna have to like play for both both sides like he's gonna have to have multiple abilities you know what I'm saying just like he, he gotta have the ability cause like you said I don't I'm not wasting picks. To play a specific spot. Like If you're going right. to play, you're going to have the ability to, to cover two. So uh, like the Nickelback have to have a, a unique set of skills to be able to play that. Role. So I don't think you draft a guy specifically for a role, but um, Isaiah Oliver just so happened to fit that role because of all of his skill set.
0: I'm gonna boy, yeah, boy. Well boy, boy, y'all ain't shit, boy. I'm gonna be watching this shit <laughs> as soon as I get off of here. Oh Lord. But um let's go ahead and wind the show down for tonight, man. let will go ahead and wind the show. But I'm very intrigued about watching this right now. Um go ahead and play a little bit of music right quick. Hold on, let's go ahead and get it right going to get it right. hey all right people we appreciate everybody tuning in for the six man combo. We, we definitely appreciate y'all coming through giving your anticipation like i said you make sure y'all go ahead and y'all leave those questions y'all make sure y'all go leave your suggestions in the comments section you go ahead and share this with your friends, your family, your dog, your baby mama, your side pieces.
1: Ooh, yeah.
0: Because at the end of the day, man, we all we got. And just as what J-Rock here says, make sure you go ahead and work. follow the damn Discord a lot of these conversations a lot of these conversations that we have on these shows are stuff that we hear from the Discord and as we call J-Rock he is the lord of the Discord so he's in, he, he is one of the ones in charge of the of the Discord and shouts out to Red Swarm for the $4.99 super chat appreciate it um so thank you, thank you. we appreciate that we appreciate that So, at the end of the day, as we looked at this list, this list told us one thing, is that they are prioritizing guys in the mid to late rounds as far as what the physics are so they're doing some deep research, as usual, as what most teams would do. But you didn't necessarily see a bunch of first-round guys in there. So, my conclusion: it's a possibility that the Falcons may trade back in this draft. Hell, it may be a damn possibly they trade out the first round. Not be surprised if it happens. See, We see, 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 see. At the end of the day, y'all. Oh y'all y'all, <laughs> y'all. got some.
1: Y'all got some. <laughs>
0: Jesus, bro, y'all yeah. ain't shit boy. But at the end of the day, man, we all ain't shit. It's all the good stuff. But like I said, y'all make sure y'all go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Six-man case now, man, the goal is 2K. Um, course, we try to get to that 2K goal, um, hopefully we get it by mid-season. We're, going, we're, going, we're, going, we're, going, we're shooting for that. So make sure you go ahead and hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification button. Um, make sure you also tune in for What's the Word, Dirty Bird, tomorrow. You talk sports. Uh, you got the Rex Pit the Blackberry Lil' Rex. You got Champagne Confessors with Miss Maggie T. And we got the AFN crew. <laughs> hey, man. The road to the draft is almost over. So until the next time, people. We ain't here to play. Oh, no. We here to stay.
1: Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. You ain't gotta go home.
1: You gotta get the hell up out of here.
0: Y'all need Jesus in your life. (laughs)
1: Dukes. Really do, you